We'll do it live. We're doing it live right now. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Put It In The Book Show, season four, episode number 26. 26 episodes in. We're, we're, we're alternating absentee hosts today. Uh, Rodriguez tags out. Keith is back in. Keith, it's been a while. How the hell are you? Welcome back. Glad to have you so we can talk about this amazing, amazing run that the Mets are on right now as they bulldoze their way into the playoffs. How's it going, buddy? And honestly, they, they really, really fought so hard to avoid a second sweep. Good job, guys. They did. They did it! That's a participation trophy. Good job. You did it. You did it. <laughs> Last place, place trophy. Go Well, that should probably go to the Marlins. Maybe the Nats. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and, and, and we'll get there. But uh, here we are uh, playing um, meaningful baseball in September. And we'll get to that on the opposite side. Oh, we also don't have producer Joe. So I am doubling as your producer, uh, which means... Weird shit might happen. Weird, wild shit. Like, I which, can't find the Which I will be opening. sure to point out and make fun of throughout the show. I know. Let's start this show, baby. <laughs> Put up the box! All right, welcome in again, everybody, uh, to the Put of the Book Show, season four, episode 26, also known as Keith's Return. Keith is here joining us to talk about the Mets this week, which is fantastic. But let's 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 see. Let's see how good that mind is working, Keith. You want to talk to us about some coffee? BrooklynWaterCoffeeRoasted.com. It is good to be back, you know, and without BrooklynWaterCoffeeRoasted.com, I would be sleeping right through the show because it's been so long. And this is late for me now. Um, I'm at that age where 645 is my sleep time. And um, Brooklyn Water Coffee Roasters keeps me going. As a matter of fact, what I'm on right now is Cinnabuzz with 50% more Ooh. caffeine per cup. Love that Giddy stuff. Um, it is a light, light it's a medium roast, actually. Uh, delicious flavor of coffee. There's also, if you like dark roast and you like flavors, there's dark roast dark chocolate. Uh, it's a rich chocolate flavor coffee. It is phenomenal. Uh, if you check it out on www.brooklynwatercoffeeroasters.com, you'll see it has, check the nutritional facts on that. How many calories come in that coffee, Farach? Seto. What? Big round. Seto. That's less than one. Boom. That is, so yes. every cup, you have less than one calorie in there. I learned to do that in uh, in elementary school. Me too. And negative one is less than zero, but that's not possible because you can't have negative calories. Or can you? You could run, jog, while you're drinking the zero-calorie coffee. I heard farting burns calories. Yes. So you, you can – and sometimes coffee makes you fart, so you can fart while you drink your coffee and burn calories. Uh, BrooklynWaterCarFirst.com. If you act now, you go onto the website and use code PopCulturePros, all capital letters. You will get a third bag free, but you got to buy two. So don't be cheap. Buy two, get three. PopCulturePros, all capital letters. And while you're at it, 
to thank us back, go to all social media outlets, like, follow, and whatever else there is you should be doing for popculturepros.com, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Farage? We're Snapchat. We got TikTok. TikTok in a way. Instagram. I said that already. Twitter. There's a lot of delicious flavors out there. I am not on my A game because I've not done this in a while, but there's a lot of delicious flavors out there for Brooklyn Watercolor Roasters. Check them out on the website. Again, it's www.brooklynwatercoffeeroasters.com. And their slogan is from their roastery to your front door, and all orders are guaranteed to ship within 24 hours of its roast date. So that means you will be getting the most fresh coffee other than roasting it and grinding it. So fresh and so clean. Yep. Well, you can get the slow drip. You can get full bean. Whatever makes you happy. Uh, BrooklynWaterCarFrosters.com. Code is PopCulturePros. Get your third bag free. Yes. All right. Well, you see, that, that's much better than I've been doing. I really, and, you know, Terzio is talking morning wood. Terzio, Keith is back, oh, yeah, man. morning wood. What's up, Terzio? Yeah, morning wood. Where's City one Field in the favorite. background? That's going to come come back. The City Field in the background returns. Right, it'll week. be back. Terzio, I am in the middle of a reconstruction project. So you got some old closet doors for my backdrop over here. So you don't see the boxes and suitcases behind me. Um, yeah, I'm had to move in with my ex-wife, even though I don't have an ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, listen, Terzio is a yeah. Be careful, don't mm. uh, don't say that too loud. But so uh, you know, Terzio's great. He he watches every single show on this network, and I uh, am very appreciative of him. And um, yep, we love you, Frank. Wow, well, def- definitely love definitely love us some Terzio. All right, so l- let's talk about the Mets here. Uh, this past week, you know, it's been uh, it's been exhausting, to say the least, to uh, n- not only talk about this team week in and week out and chat about this team day after day, but just to see the just the just the fall from from you know ninety days straight in first place to. You know, our pitching is still solid, but now, you know, or our, our hitting is still weak, but now our pitching is not as solid as it was at the beginning of the year. So what does that mean? Losses, 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 losses. Yep. So um, the season, it, you can classify it at this point as a complete and utter collapse. Yeah. It's a shame, but, it, you know. Um, 100% Terzio. This season has been more of a mental grind. Listen, yeah. my, my, my mind cannot handle any more mental grinds. <laughs> You, you, Certainly you want not to hear this a year. positive spin on that real quick, though? Yes. We, we did have 90 days in first place, which is more than we've had in a long time. This team, uh, uh, through all of the issues they're having, really did give us a large part of the season full of excitement, full of hope. Um, and, you know, the bottom line is management and ownership, I should say, more than management, promised us, what was it, three to five years? Yeah. He, he, he did um, say within three to five years. And then the first year, we went 90 straight days. In, straight days. In but you know place. what that means to Mets so, fans, I mean, to us, right? Three to five years means three means, to five months. means like <laughs> yeah, last week, bro. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Hurry, yeah. hurry up. Yeah, hurry up. Um, but yeah, yeah, we, we, we have – it has been an exciting season. I'm considering the season over. You know, if you're still holding on, tell me how you do that. But to me, the season's – yeah, it's season's over. But – uh, it has been a very exciting season, uh, more exciting than we've had recently, and uh, I'm kind of grateful for that. I'm just hoping we go to that next step next year. Yeah, I like kind of like build year. on it. 
the divide line is here. Welcome in, guys. Loyal to the last out, but this has been a slow death. Yeah, I, I am. When when you when you talk about being loyal to the last out, you talk about you know especially when when uh, you know they reel you back in. So uh, that 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 series with the Nationals, you know, or 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 whoever it was against. Like my memory's gone, but when you're down five to one, and we hit, uh, came back and won that afternoon game, and then you get Lindor starting to build, and then you get that three home run game against the Yankees, take two out of three. It's it's all of this. It's been this roller coaster ride um, with never a dull moment, including off the field. So uh, this season has given us everything. Um, Keith, I I, I want to go back uh, a couple of. Well, actually, you could probably pick out a couple of different points of the season where our new owner is out on Twitter. Ooh, yeah, nice. I pick, picked it out. In my eye. That's something in my eye. <laughs> I hope it was a <laughs> But so uh, most recently, uh, you know, he, he, he talked about the thumbs down thing. He talked about this thing. He talked about that thing. Most recently, it was the former uh, president. I don't know if you saw this, but Mark Sampson, Mark, David, David Sampson from... <laughs> from the Marlins he was an unnamed source in a in a New York Post article uh and our owner Mr. Cohen found out who the unnamed source was and plastered it on Twitter I kind of like it because I don't I think David Sampson's an asshole sorry uh but it, you know after all that stuff and we don't like the Marlins here obviously but after all that stuff with the stadium and when he said out, out at that party in South Beach or wherever it was F you Miami after literally effing Miami, I don't like the guy. So I, I'm kind of. What do you think taxpayer. about the owner doing this stuff? Uh, which, uh, like, it's just going, tweeting right? out, call, so, you know, yeah. calling people out, tweeting. Yeah. So this this schmo from ex Marlins owner schmo, he he, uh, being down here in South Florida, you know, like you, I get a taste of him, and um, he he's a real. There's a lot of words I want to say. He, he's asshole. he's conniving. Yeah, he, he's yeah. conniving. He's an asshole. He's uh, he screwed the taxpayer. Uh, he, he stuck it to the city. Um, use use that uh, to his advantage to sell the team to another group of assholes. But um, <laughs> th- then you know he he wants to go ahead and be over opinionated, then deny it and hide behind Twitter and social media. Uh, I don't have an issue with Steve Cohen calling him out. Uh, as a matter of fact, I like it. That's what we do in New York. We tell it like it is. Um, he wasn't picking a fight; he was ending a fight. And then he made it some. He made it fun. He said to the mm-hmm. fans, "Hey, if you Contest. can guess who it is, you can sit in a suite with me at the game." Um, you know, so he, he turned it back into a fan thing, uh, which, which is important because the fans have been neglected by ownership, Wilpons, for many years with the Mets. Um, and uh, yeah, that's my take on it. I, I'm good with Cohen speaking up and giving up back to this asshole really i mean yeah terzio no there should be no kids watching this show they should be eating dinner doing their homework or and not uh not uh already under the mental stress and aggravation of being a mets fan except yeah, for yeah, how do you, you know, i don't rate the show point guard <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so let, let, let's get to you know on the field stuff. Um, you know the the Mets have now lost seven out of ten. Um, ni- nice win yesterday, if you want to call it that. Um, but you know, five and a half out. 
with how many games are, are to go? Uh, 12 games. So five and a half with 12 to go. Their uh, magic number is nine right now. So if you don't know what that is, any combination of Mets losses and Atlanta Braves victories, that total nine, six, three, three, six, two, blah, 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 blah. That's it. That's all she wrote, folks. So the, uh, the fat lady, so to speak. Streaks. Yes. And, Ga- and Gary talked about it when there was 15 games left. He said, this team needs to go 13 and two. So now 12 games left. You got to go 10 and two. <laughs> and, 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 and three of those 10 wins seemingly have to be against the Braves in that, in that final, uh, final series. But Keith, we've been hearing this, you know, from the Wilpons. Now it, we didn't hear it so much this year. Maybe it's just something that's stuck in the back of my head, but meaningful September baseball. Yes, you can consider this meaningful because we're not eliminated, but I am sick and tired of meaningful September ball. I want to play meaningful October baseball, Keith. Yeah, me too. And quite honestly, I don't consider any of those meaningful games. Uh, I mean, if they come back, I'm I'm more than happy to eat my words. Believe me. Uh, I am not wishing anything other than the Mets to make a comeback and make first place and have this spectacular run in the playoffs. But it's likely to not happen. Um, I would like to see meaningful September games to lead us into meaningful October games. Uh, Last time we truly, truly had meaningful September, I think, was... And October, obviously, was 2015, right? I mean, yep. uh, wait, no, then we have wild card well, game, too. Then we, we had the like, wild card game with that. Yep. that one, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, aside from that, um, and I think we I think we limped into that wild card, too, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember yeah. exactly. But, um, Couldn't score I, any I, I wanna, I, Yeah, and I, I don't want to see, like, you know, great, we're in the playoffs, we're making a run, and we suck for four years again. I, I want to see consistently year in, year out, from game one to the end of the season, we are a threat and we are the favorite to be in the playoffs. And for most years, make it into the playoffs and be a threat in the playoffs. Um, you know, it's it's been hit and then a whole lot of miss with the Mets. Terzio poses a uh, question. I'd like to ask you a question. Mr. Met and Mrs. Met, if they get divorced, does that mean they have to split the stadium in half and she gets to keep half? Well, I don't know. I maybe she gets seventy-five. And do you but, split it from center field down to home plate, or do you split it across first to third base? Like, where do you split the stadium? That, I mean. Exactly. And Keith, you bring up a great point. Like, she can be very difficult, or maybe I want he's the difficult stands, too. You get the field. I yeah. Mean, like what, what and the stands here? where all the money comes in. Right, and then <laughs> the field where you got to pay all the money. Mr. Boulet, we can we can because you, this is a this is this is strong here. As long as we keep players that are made of glass, that's not going to happen. Happens every year. Yep. Um, so I, I I will say that the the team that is used the second most amount of players is the San Diego Padres. Um, and where are they in the are, are they still in the second wild card spot? They are three and a half. Behind that second spot, St. Louis has kind of wrapped that up, which is they always find a way, man. Always find a way. There's um, a team for you. I mean, I would love to be modeled after them. Um, I mean, but hey, Terzio's ex looks just like Mrs. Met. But I, it, that, that's that's a that's a relevant question. God forbid, you know, this season could have been even more of a circus, even more of a nightmare had a Rod's bid gone through, and then you know. 
is it then become like uh, A Rod, Ben Affleck, and and J Lo owning the team? Like what what happens there? Like that could have been a giant disaster. Seventh inning stretches, Affleck and A Rod having a fist fight (laughs) midfield or something. I mean, yeah, entertainment stuff around the area, and uh, that 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 that's the one thing that you know we we can mostly all agree on. A Rod wanted the Mets as a toy, right? Aaron wanted the Mets to build his entertainment area around the stadium. Uh, and, you know, at that point, what, what are you going to do? So the entertainment stuff around the area, all these, uh, the junkyards and the, you know, seven ninety nine oil changes behind the stadium. JYD. All that stuff goes away. Chop right? shops. Right? All, all and it all becomes clubs and nightlife and stuff. And those businesses are left to go bye-bye. Obviously, I don't know the person, and I, I, I am not qualified to make a diagnosis, but after watching a lot of the, um, what was the documentary on Netflix with the kids, the steroids, A-Rod? Uh, oh, uh, Screwball. Screwball. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. Uh, after watching that and other, you know, things on A-Rod, I, I, think, I think he's he's got, I hope he's seeing a therapist or psychiatrist he's- or something. Yeah, he's, he's got issues. Nar- narcissism. I mean, yeah, big time. That picture of him looking in the mirror. Buying uh, the team, like you said, would have been about him. Uh, Cohen, I feel like it's it's about being a fan and getting us to a place of victory. Yeah. Victory. Tom, 100% right here. Remember the 24 plus 1. That's Boom, not what it's yeah. and, and, and that's happening that. in, in San Diego. Did you see that altercation in the dugout with uh, Machado and Tatis? And no, Machado's sc- screaming at him, saying it's not about you. This is you, we know that you're the best player on the team. This is not about you. So that he's wow. got to be careful that he doesn't travel down that road because you know his dad wasn't like that, but his dad didn't have the talent. Like this no. guy has overwhelming talent, Fernando Tatis Jr. Um, Kyle in his home, A Rod probably has a statue of David with his head on it. I would, I wouldn't be surprised. He, he he's got well, the what was this the centaur picture with his <laughs> yes. body i mean anyway. yes so it's i'm just saying that's not that's okay ladies and gentlemen that's not normal if you have this go see a therapist you know and humble yourself a little bit because this guy he's a, he's a whack job a rod and even on his broadcast a lot of people they like his broadcast the sunday night espn and all that i don't like it i don't think he's good um and and you know, he stopped also, his ass casing of the Mets. Have you noticed that? He he he. The last few years, yep. the Mets have the talent, and this he like I like. It almost was like he felt that this was gonna come, so he's got to kiss the Mets' ass, and I gotta. And now it's now it's he's back to you know the Mets are just a normal thing, which is the way it should have been in the first place. Hell has no fury like an egomaniac scorned. Mm-hmm. You didn't give me a private jet. Yeah. I don't like you. Yeah. I don't like you. <laughs> um. So yeah, so so that happened out in San Diego. Um, you know, Cincinnati was close, but now they fell off. Cincinnati, uh, Cardinals have won nine out of ten, eight in a row. Uh, you know, and then the 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 rest of the teams that were behind that were close. Actually, uh, St. Louis was behind some of these teams. Uh, Cincinnati has lost seven out of ten. Philadelphia has been mediocre. Yeah, they beat us two out of three, but the the whole division's mediocre. San Diego has now only th- is now only three games. Uh, up uh, or, or over 500 after you know their season was heading in the right direction, and then you got the Mets. So uh, San Diego's lost eight out of ten. The Mets have lost seven out of ten, and 
Um, the Mets are now closer to the Colorado Rockies than to anybody ahead of them in the in the wild card chase. The the Rockies won. The the Rockies lose everybody, and then they wound up winning like eight or nine out of ten on the road. Um, Some sometimes losing certain players is like losing dead weight, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, a lot of these players, and it's not a necessarily an insult to them. It's just sometimes the team the team changes direction, and these players are better suited elsewhere. And you know, Kyle, you better Frank's, hope so uh, because because if 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 the Cardinals continue this pace, and the Dodgers, who are forty two games over five hundred, lose. In a wild card game, Kyle, we're coming for you. We're coming for you. <laughs> I would never do that to you, Kyle. Uh, Frank had a really good, if you don't mind, I'm going to put a comment up. Yeah, Frank go ahead. A yeah, really absolutely. Good suggestion. Uh, he said that A-Rod, that's supposed to be R-O-D, can be the uh, performance-enhancing oh. coach. We could bring him on board, and uh, he can, you know, poke things in players' asses, and we'll hit more home runs. Let's do it! By any means necessary. That's our that's our new uh, new slogan. Uh, Kyle says we just swept the Cardinals. Kyle, did, no, you didn't just sweep. Uh, how long ago was that? Because the Cardinals have won eight in a row and nine out of ten. Um, but you, you know, Kyle, like the rest of us do, that the regular season is not the playoffs. It's a uh, whole nother animal. A Kyle, is that a beast. professional headshot? I'll get the turtle take you to Apple to, to get those headshots and you cut the Apple out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a nice He's never picture. watched the show. He's never watched. I tell him all the time, watch what the, the show. That's exactly. like a, it's, such, it's like such a good headshot of him. Yeah. Uh, Terzio is making a prediction. The Giants, San Francisco, uh, is going to win the whole thing. They got everything going for them. That's true. Uh, that I mean, that is true. They're now 44 games over 500. But Didn't do you see think this they have that short... Do you think I they don't have know. A seven game. The pitching staff team? is what what kind of worries me. I, yeah, because to uh, me, was it ninety four? What was it with the Seattle Mariners winning? I was like ninety eight, ninety eight, ninety nine ish. Something like yeah. Ninety four was the strike year. They just did. Oh, you're right. That's probably why that number stuck in my head. One hundred sixteen games. Yeah, and they just did not have the staff. So the, you know, there is a regular season team and then there is the seven game series team it's different i think the dodgers are better built for the seven game series yeah well obviously they're great for the regular season too but they're better built than the giants for a seven game series in my opinion i think the dodgers i, th- I think win. so too but I mean, you never the, know the, the pitching that's why they play the games when you're you hot you're know. hot look what we did in 2015 to the to the cubs Screw smack you, them cubs. down uh, Tom says, we need a guy who's a motivator managing this team. How many times has Rojas been ejected this year? Put Terry Collins in his shoes again, it would be a different story. Bank on it. I I don't know. I, I guess there's two, the different thought processes here. But, I mean, you see Joe Girardi getting out there. I mean, he, he, and he's arguing. And they're just a, a, a few games ahead of us. I, I, I don't know. You know, you, you start hearing these stories, Keith, uh, over the last few days of – uh, these, you know, the experts saying, you know, if the Mets let uh, fire Luis Ross, which I think is a foregone conclusion, whether he deserves it or not, whether you think he deserves it or not. But if the Mets don't make the playoffs this year, which is seemingly more and more unlikely every day, every passing game, he's going to be gone. And it's the, it's a new regime. They held him over and now they're going to go get their guy. That that's just, that is what it is. Um, 
I, I think it all depends. They're right saying that he's going to be the superstar manager in in the future. So that's you know it's a Mets thing. In the back of our mind, we've been screwed so many times with the likes of all these guys that leave our team and then just go nuts afterwards. Um, but so Keith, what 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 are your thoughts there? Is there a guy out there that you see that you want like definitely in to replace this guy, or what what do you think? No, I, there's nobody out there that I see who like I, I, I'm coveting or would really want. I I like Rojas personally. I know that's an unpopular um, position to take with him, but I like him. I think he is a great manager, and I think he would be fine. But uh, I also agree that it's a foregone conclusion, and the reason why I'm agreeing with you is because we're going to hire a new president of operations, and he's going to make it his team, whoever that is. Uh, and you know, you've heard the chatter out there. Uh, Epstein, Billy Bean, um, you know, these guys, when they come in, they may like Rojas. They may keep him, but more than likely, they're going to go out there and hire their own crew. Um, I didn't see this. If uh, Sandy's got say, Sandy's got pull in this organization. That's why, that's why, um, you know, the big, big boss brought him in. I, I don't even know if Sandy could save his job. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see him back. I, I don't think this season is his fault. Uh, you, you can look under a microscope and really just ridicule everything he's done, every decision he's made, how he's handled the pitching staff. Uh, you, you can go on and on. He, he cost his team at least seven or eight games this year. But uh, how many games has the offense cost us this year? Is Rojas the one up there with the bat? Are these guys getting paid millions of dollars to swing a bat and hit the ball? Is it Rojas's fault if they're not doing their job every single day? Uh, maybe, maybe he's not preparing them properly, but I think he is more ownership towards the players. The the offense has struggled, uh, and let's face it, the offense has been terrible. Um, you know, how many two, one, three, two, four, three games we lose all year long, um, you know, collectively through the lineup, 20 runners on base uh, stranded. You know, sometimes those are the same runners because it goes through the lineup, but it's it's really bad. How many times have we had the bases loaded? No outs and we couldn't score. Uh, is that Rojas's fault? Probably not. Yeah, right. And the, you know the clutch stuff comes into play, and you know you got guys like uh, you know Lindor and and um, and and McCann coming over from different leagues. I understand that it's New York City, but this is this is a theme over the course of x you know x amount of years. Got guys switching leagues. A lot of times, struggle. Beltran, you know, I, the, there's a there's a huge list of it. Uh, McCann is out there uh, learning an entirely new pitching staff and a whole new league. Mm. So you know, th- th- these guys will be. I think they'll be fine. Lindor is batting like 285 with runners in scoring position, which is like Hall of Fame this year on the Mets. But he's batting 233 overall. So you know, w- once you get off to that really bad start, I mean, he's ba- he he's batted 265 since June 1st. Which is not world beating, but it's a whole hell of a lot better than than the two twelve he was out for most of the time beforehand. Um, so it's, you know, you, Keith, you started talking about it, but some of the names being uh, kind of tossed around: uh, Billy Bean uh, from Oakland, uh, and uh, I don't know if you you were listening intently yesterday, but or Saturday it was. Uh, they talked about a potential Billy Bean and Bob Melvin. You know, bringing both of those guys over from Oakland. Oakland wants to free up as much money as they possibly can because the, the expectation is that they won't be in Oakland for a whole hell of a lot longer. So what, what, what do you think about I mean, 
the the initial reaction is neither one has won a World Series. But think about what Billy Bean has done. With, you know, you we all saw Moneyball. Think about what he's done with what he's got. Now you got a guy. You go to the East Coast and you got a guy. Cohen says, "I don't care. Let's blow past this uh, the luxury tax." So I, I'm I'm all for it. It you know my guy. You know who I want, Keith. You know who you know. Uh, this this guy who's done. I'm not going to mention his name. Miracle worker with Boston. After how many years not winning World Series? The Cubs. After how many you know not winning World Series? Um, so who's who's your pick? Who who's who would be your pick? Money doesn't matter. None of that stuff. My pick right off the bat, if I had the choice, would be Epstein. Um, <laughs> and and I'll, I'll tell you why. I love Billy Bean. I think Billy Bean would do great things for the Mets. Um, but Billy Bean is a budget guy. Uh, Billy Bean is the type of guy who makes buys penny stocks and makes a million dollars. But sometimes those guys don't know how to handle a million dollars to make a billion dollars. Um, and it's just, it's facts. You take somebody who's a, 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 that kind of GM or president, um, they may not handle a big market team like the Mets with a big budget the same way. Now, Theo Epstein, he's handled two of the biggest markets outside of New York, of course, uh, in baseball Theo. with with, um, with the financial backing uh, and brought home championships. Two teams that were in droughts way worse than our drought. Um, so, I, you know, for, for those reasons, I like a century. Epstein. I think he would be able to handle um, the pressure. I think he'd be able to handle the budget. And I think he'd be able to handle um, this this team who sometimes goes a little off the rails. Um, he'd be able to keep us in line, I think. Yeah, I uh, if, a few comments in here. I, I, I take Theo and then, you know, uh, if Billy Bean, if Theo's like what Dom is saying here, Theo, Theo might not want to come to New York. I mean, if I'm Theo Epstein and I want it in New York, uh, Boston, then I want it in Chicago. You obviously you gotta hate the Yankees, right? So there's there's a, there's there's many reasons for you to come to New York. Number one, Cohen is gonna just back up the Brinks truck if that's who he wants, because that doesn't go against payroll, no luxury tax, just pay the man, right? Uh, so incentive bonus galore. Now imagine you turned around the Red Sox, got them a World Series championship after what ninety years or whatever. The Cubs after over a century. The Mets are going on, you know, a long damn time. Too long to, you know. It'll be right, right next year. So think about it. You cut, Now you come to the Mets. And 46. if you win them a World Series, and now you've got Boston, the Cubs, and the Mets, and you, you kind of stick it to the Yankees also. That's just me thinking like I think Theo is thinking. Uh Backing up a bit here, uh, Terzio said, I would love to have Oakland ace third baseman Chapman. And Tom said, we didn't want to make the deal. So I, if you remember, I was a proponent. I, I said, I didn't want to trade J.D. Davis unless it was for Chapman. I don't know if you, remember, if you guys recall that. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, but think about we would have made that trade. He's a vacuum over at third base. He comes in, and he's batting this year. He's batting 222. Which he would have been, the fans would have been all over him too. It would have been nothing but booze. Guy's batting two twenty two. He's got twenty six home runs, but 
you know, we're 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 killing Lindor out there bet for batting two, what, thirty-two now he's up up to. Uh so that would have been a fail. Uh, I I think at least for this year I don't know if I don't know if this guy's a New York guy or or, or not or you know but he's definitely had his struggles this year uh, for an Oakland team who has done well he's got protection in the lineup and all that stuff. Um, it would be nice to see him bringing Jed Lowry. <laughs> Jed Lowry is Keith's favorite Met for the last five years. Jed's dead, baby. I mean, a guy he's hit fourteen home runs, sixty-nine ribbies, and two forty. He's batting two forty-four this year. He's a beast. Uh, you know? ter- he's a beast. <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember at the very beginning, he's like batting like three eighty, and I mean, he played more games this year in the first week than he played with the Mets in two seasons. And then he showed up in a body cast. I heard right this after the first season with the Mets that he didn't play. He was on a deserted island, and Bugs Bunny had him in a big pot was making a stew out of him. <laughs> uh, Terzio says, if Theo's so great, uh, come uh, – I know there's autocorrect here. He never got those long-term deals for himself, wins a championship in Boston. Doesn't win a championship in Boston. How many championships did he win in Boston? Uh, and then he's in Chicago, and he's out. Mets don't need that. Hey, look. But, yeah, he was out on Chicago, and you know they did well. They they got to the playoffs. They won the division. It's not sustaining over the course of ten years what we want, which is by the way, it's out of the norm. It's not like everybody's the Yankees and the Cardinals with all these winning seasons. It's not, um, you know, you want Cashman Terzio? Oh no, God! Here here's here's interesting, Mister Bohan. What's up, man? Um, we talked about this at the beginning of the season, right? We we said would we trade? You know, one championship for five years of crappiness, and we—I think we all said yes. Give me one title, <laughs> give me one championship, give me some reason to celebrate. Um, Seriously, please. All right. So, but I mean, listen, uh, Billy Bean's good too. I know we're yeah. talking a lot of Theo Epstein. I—I'm not saying Billy Bean would do a good job. I was just giving my opinion as to why I would pick Theo over him. Um, she, I, I'll take if Billy Bean's what's out there. The guy is legend. Bring him. I mean, you. And if you get Brad Pitt to play you in a movie, you're doing pretty good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's he do? Gets on base. Um, and you know, and he would have a field day with Nimmo and these guys. I I saw uh, there was a post the other day, or or no, it was actually, was it Anthony Wrecker? Anthony Wrecker's getting. Uh, He's he's been taking a beating on Twitter. I don't know if you saw that, Keith. Where um, yeah, he said, I did. You know, just because I struggled in my career, one ninety nine average, uh, doesn't mean that he can't talk about it. You know. And I saw some of our own team was beating on him. But here's the thing: sometimes bad players make good teachers. It's just you know, look at most of your coaches, right? Most of the best coaches in baseball were players who weren't necessarily the best. Like players. Luis Rojas. <laughs> right. Right. You know. <laughs> I was gonna right. say like it's gonna uh, be an eruption there in the comments. <laughs> like Joe, like Joe Girardi. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, shots fired on Joe Girardi. <laughs> well, uh, Joe, Joe Girardi is a good player, and he sucks as a manager. You know, and some people suck as a player and are good as a manager. Yeah, uh, Terzo says give Omar the job of baseball operation. Have Billy Bean as the GM. That's a good foundation right there. I can't argue with it. Um, 
I'm kind of no, over Omar. Bohan, no, Omar no, just... no, no. Don't take my words that way. We'll go back on what we didn't say. I, I said he's getting fired. Whether you like it or not, he's getting fired. We're, we're not. I think we both said hounding. we like Rojas, though. We just think that's what's going to happen. I, he's a likable guy. I don't know if I said that, but. I think he'd do uh, a great job, honestly, if we give him another shot. But anyway, yeah. Well, you know, we'll see. I, but I, think... I just don't think, you know, there's got to be the guy who takes the fall. I, if 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 what Dom is saying is true and Sandy wants him back, that might change Cohen's mind. I don't see, like you said, Keith, you, there are some of us that say maybe he costs us a few games. And then you got guys like Dom who said he cost us 17 games. I think that's stretching it. I've had a few issues with him here and there, but overall... The guy had us in in first place for ninety games with 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 castoffs that we had from Milwaukee playing right field. And some of and the worst guy, offense in baseball. Star players. Who, who taking was a it? Dump. The only guy not on the on the injured list at that point was McCann. So you had to even Pete went on for a week or two, right? Yeah, he had that thumb thing. Um, but he's but, back. Pete, Pete. I mean, you know, he's the only consistent player, I think. Yeah, I mean, for on the offensive side, anyway. Yeah. And then you got Stroh. That's a whole other thing. I can't wait to get into the uh, free agent talk when we get to Strowman. Yes. He's getting no uh, love, I see, on some. Uh, I wonder why. Um, Tom, Tom um, says, also, the Mets need to improve with their team speed. When was the last time you saw a guy uh, get a base and steal one? We don't put any pressure on opposing teams at all. So predictable. Yeah. And un- unfortunately, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to give an excuse here, but the the era of the speed demon Vince Coleman and all these guys Willie McGee uh, th- those are gone you know twenty stolen bases like holy shit you got twenty stolen bases yeah That's I mean great. I remember Vince Coleman was setting up some fireworks on those bases he Get was uh huh he was yeah definitely <laughs> for sure um, I remember how excited our our announcers got Ralph Kiner when Mackie Sasser threw Vince Coleman out for the first time he was like thirty five for thirty five on the bases thankfully he didn't have to back to the pitcher on that one but uh Mackie Sasser is uh is Keith's favorite Mets catcher of all time if you, this is the first time you've ever tuned into the show yippee Sasser <laughs> yippee <Kai. Mackie> yippee <laughs> uh this is nice I'm, I'm liking the uh back and forth here in the comments uh Terzio Rojas doesn't help we don't hit we and run we don't steal bases but I mean you can't steal first base. You can't. You're not getting hits to get on, and you're not stealing uh, bases. Yeah, um, and Rojas can't wield the wood to the bat. He just, you know, these guys got to yeah. do that part themselves. And the, look, the just like what you said, Keith. What's that? Yeah, I, what I'm saying with what I'm agreeing with what you said a little bit earlier. You know, Rojas can make. You know, we don't we don't applaud him when he when he makes a move that has helped us win win a game. Uh, and maybe some of you guys out there think that that has never happened, but. It's got to be on the players themselves too. I, the manager is going to go because of the situation. Um, you know, this is not a rebuilding team. This is not an owner who wants to rebuild over the long haul. This is an owner that just took over and said, "Hey, okay, Rojas, you got a year. Show me what you got." I don't know if what he did this year is nearly enough for Cohen to be satisfied. So, quick, quick question, right? Uh, health on the side because that's always our issue. Um, bringing back, let's say, Baez, 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 Baez. Not sure about Conforto, <laughs> but all those conversations are coming the following weeks yeah. when the season's ending. But just 
hypothetically speaking, if we have a relatively the same offense we do this year going into next year, do you think they will still underperform? The, I, I, you know, the thing is that some of these I mean, guys have know, regressed but... so much. Like, like McNeil Terribly. looks all lost all the like yeah. McNeil's not even I know he's batting has a higher average than Lindor or Conforto but it feels like those guys have been so much more productive than him it's terrible uh, driving guy like he looks awful lost at the plate and he's taking me back remember a couple of years ago we we're doing obviously we we're doing the show for for four this is our fourth year remember a couple of years ago I said I need to see a little bit more out of Adam McNeil to always be this 320 guy and and then he I he sold me I was in and then he's got this year, and this is what I get for believing. But, but he's it, looking but lost. The collective dump Shit of fast. offense, yeah, it's, it's just it's baffling. It's 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 Met like. This is like only something you see happening when you're a Met fan. I'm sorry, it's just it's terrible. We deal with weird Dom, stuff as Met fans. Dom saying maybe the players are playing bad because of Rojas. I I don't I. I don't see a, I don't see any area in which Rojas has lost the team. If you, if, you know, if, if you if you pose that question to me, I don't think he's lost the locker room. I don't think he's lost the team. I think the team still has the utmost respect for him. Growing up in the minor leagues, getting in there, uh, but I don't think he's lost the team. If you if you ask the players, I feel like the player top to bottom will take ownership and say, look, and they've done it. You know, this is on us. Conforto can't. Michael Conforto can't look into anybody's eyes and say Rojas doesn't know how to manage. No, Conforto, you're hitting 230. Right, and the funny thing, he's hitting 230, and that's only because he's streaked a lot lately. Uh, otherwise, he'd be still down around Mendoza. And the thing is, Conforto has done it before, so it's in his best interest on a walk year to hit. So if somebody's telling him to do something that doesn't yeah. work for you, why would you continue doing it? Because really, you're your own person out there. When you when you hit that field, all the coaching in the world doesn't help you anymore. It's on you. Yep. Um, and it's just baffling to see somebody with so much talent as like a Conforto, a Lindor, um, just take a dump on the field. I mean, and at the plate. Yep. I mean, uh, see, like Neil, just... Lindor's got the uh, switching leagues potentially, but Conforto. I, I I don't know if it was because of the injury, the layoff, maybe the same as for McNeil, but Jesus, man, th these guys came, you know, when, when you see guys coming off of uh, injuries, you're looking for them to get off to a hot start. And those guys fell flat on their face. You know, Conforto was like, oh, for 14. McNeil was like one for 25. L Lindori came out flat also, but Lindor has obviously picked it up. Conforto has picked it up. He's dipping again. But McNeil, outside of the home run that he hit yesterday, which is the first home run in t over two months, he's shown nothing. And 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 here's maybe maybe something that I can say nitpicky maybe against Ross. JD Davis is riding the bench every day, and he's sitting two ninety five. We say we can't, you know, the offense. But McNeil, you got out there every day, two, batting two forty five. JD Davis is sitting forty points higher, but he can't sniff the starting lineup. <laughs> But he's it's, coming up in the eighth weird. and ninth inning and rocketing from uh, foul line to foul line. I think it's his, it's his glove that's keeping him out. But I mean, where's that balance lie? If he's just if you know, I don't know. I mean, look, I don't know. I put him in left field. I, I, I got to get his bat in the lineup. Tom makes a good point. He says that Scott Boris is pissed off right now, considering yeah. 
uh, mentioning Conforto. So I think that's the only thing that makes me a little bit happy. Yeah. I mean, I I do like Conforto. You guys know I like Conforto, and I wish he was hitting for this team. But if there's a silver lining to any of this, then that is uh, what it is. Let's catch up some of these. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was just saying real quick. Dom said that a lot of our pitching staff agree disagree with Rojas openly. But you know, a lot of pitchers do that because they're they're hyped up. Look what happened in 2015 with the Dark Knight. Yeah, Matt Harvey. I mean, right. They let him win the argument. They put him back in, and arguably, you can't may may not be the truth. It may have ended his career. What well, is Degrom? But... Degrom keeps on saying, "I'm, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine." Now he's been out for two months with a partially torn UCL that nobody, right. none of us knew about. Which I'm okay with. I'm okay that we didn't know about it. They're trying to keep it, you know, closed as opposed to what used to happen before. But, geez, I, I, I feel as though right now you're going to have two guys in Syndergaard and and uh, Conforto that we're offering qualifying offers to where. You know, if this was a couple of years ago, you know, Conforto would be getting an eight-year, $200 million contract. Right. Uh, Syndergaard would be getting $160 million. You know, I'm just throwing numbers out there. I'm, yeah. But these are, no, now no, they're yeah. going to have to accept the qualifying path, offer. For sure, yeah. Well, I think, yeah, both Syndergaard and Rojas. Um, Rojas, Conforto. I think somebody if, may, if somebody may step up for Conforto, who knows? Yeah. They may, t- they may take a, a gamble on him, yeah. Yeah, but it, 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 you can take a gamble on Conforto. It's tough to take a gamble on Syndergaard when you haven't seen him throw coming off the Tommy John, and you know pitchers are a little different. Yeah, Conforto's been relatively healthy aside from some minor ailments, like he had a hammy thing. But um, yeah, you can take a flyer on somebody like Conforto and, and have it pay off because you can get a long-term contract relatively cheap based off of this year's performance. Who knows? Yes. I hope not. I hope we qualify him. Uh, I hope he takes it, and I hope he performs, and we keep him. He's a Met. I'd like to keep it that way, but he's got to kind of prove it, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and then, I, I, Dom, I, I know that you say, I know we disagree a lot, but I know that you say McNeil will be fine. Will he be? I mean, he's looking really awful this year. Um, I did like uh, what, uh, you know, our inspiration for the title of the show, Howie Rose, came out and said on the Saturday show, they, they showed McNeil, and I forgot somebody else that's not a free agent, Dom Smith. Uh, potential free agents and Howie Rose puts on Twitter. <laughs> oh, shocking to find out McNeil and Dom Smith are free agents. Now, yeah, all, I, w- all season, I didn't know it or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Again, after the season's over, we'll go into keep or go that, you know, that, that kind of thing. But you know, that there, there might be several trades out there made on the off season also depends on, on the stuff that's going on, that's going to go on with the collective bargaining agreement, that's going to be a nightmare. You guys know each side hates each other. So we might not have a winter meetings until February. There's going to be more rule changes. And let's be honest. I know we love these players. I personally really love some of these players, but uh, we cannot keep doing the same thing and expect, expecting different results. Something's got to change. We got a new owner and uh, we'll, you know, potentially a new president of operations coming in. So we will see. Yeah, and everybody, this is this is what we're going to talk about right after the season ends. I can move on from McNeil. Can you move on from McNeil? Can you move on from Dom Smith? Who are the free agents out there? Do you bring VR? But there's a ton of questions on this team. Um, you know, do you pay VR based on what he did this year? He's he's not. You he's know, got a my team opinion, option. He's not a starter. Like six mil. Oh, is he? Okay. All right. Yeah, you yeah. you got You got to take that. You got to put him on a yeah, bench. So, veteran presence. There you go, George. More. Do you sign a Seager? Do you sign a Story? Do you sign Baez? But ba- Baez, 
I would has love to gone see from, back. Have you seen the stats where he's gone from a 46% swing rate, chase rate, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. uh, and and it shows in his numbers. Now it's in the 20s. They're like crediting Lindor for that. I saw another article. Maybe. Which, meh. Maybe. I don't know. Let the guy have Who some knows? of his own credit. He, yeah. Baez, you know, he may not be same level as Lindor has been because this year they – not this year, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he's up there. I mean, the guy, the guy is a – Great major league player, you know. Let's give him his own credit for his own actions. Yeah, but but I, now, I, I mean, he's batting two. He came here batting in the two twenties. I know people were like, "Oh, he's batting two hundred. He's batting two sixty. Yep, right overall, and he's got thirty one, thirty or thirty one home runs. He's at got he's eighty some on our batting almost two eighty. I, I thought yeah. I read that. I could be wrong, but there I was a stretch. I, there was it was it like three hitting three ninety. So and he he is to me. I think he is more of an asset in the field than even Lindor at times. Because Lindor, is... to me, has been a little sloppy. I mean, he's, he's, he's still above average. But this year, he's been a little sloppy, dropping balls and a little lackadaisical. You know, I saw kind of a Cano attitude a couple times and kind of just putting the glove out there to get the ball. Yeah. Not everybody agrees with what I say, but, I, 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 you know, he's great, Lindor. But I think Baez can be a little bit more of an asset in the field sometimes than Lindor. And putting them together is That's a huge tremendous. asset. Th- those guys play off each other so well. And how long has it been since we've had two Mets walk towards the Yankee dugout going, what? Sign them. Pointing down. Bring it. Yep. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it. this is a scenario that was really hard to imagine when, um, when, we, when we had the last owner. Won't mention names. But to have a potential – Dom says Baez hitting 264. I mean, if you 264, 30 home runs plus, he's got 80 RBIs plus. He's a, a huge plus in the field. Sometimes he gets a little out of control running the bases, but you take that. You you know, VR VR drives me insane with his picks pickoffs, but he's aggressive and and that kind of lends back to some of the guys, you know, you guys talking in the comments earlier uh, about the aggressiveness and whatnot. So um, who would you rather see long term if it had to be one or the other, Baez or Conforto? Oof. Not just based off this year. How dare you do that to me? Repertoire, you know. It it has to be Baez. Me it, too. It, I'm sorry. I love because, you, Conforto, but and it's Baez. because it's a it's a it's a position that's a little bit more difficult to fill. But did you ever imagine? Have you in your wildest dreams? Did you ever think that there was a possibility to have a 340 million dollar man? And a two hundred million dollar man in buy or two hundred and change million dollar man in Baez on oh, the same we, team. And wait what? till we put it. Get, wait till we do an extension for Alonzo. We're gonna have like a, a billion dollar infield. Let's do it, baby. I'm ready. Uh, and then you got guys like Chris Bryant who's out there. There's there's a lot. Like Chris Bryant can play left field. He can play third base. There's a lot of moving parts, and I think Ken Rosenthal on the Saturday broadcast said there's going to be no busier team than the New York Mets, which has, in the last couple of seasons, it, it's been that, that Just been like that the sign man said. Just yeah. Cow- mimic cowbell. You. A lot of work. I mean, cowbell. Yep. Sign man. Sorry. Cowbell. Sorry. More cowbell. More cowbell, baby. Um, listen, and, and cowbell, listen, we should, we should petition Cohen that, the, that, the, that the, the folks that run this show, the four of us, and cowbell man, pin man, get together in the suite, and we just hammer out the off season. We should have we a just cowbell know. man day at City Field where every man gets a cowbell. Hell yeah! And we just bang it the whole. Oh my with, god, with this Keith, That is the best idea you've ever imagined. 
all the 40,000 people with the cow. Oh, what? That's fin- It'll be cowboy Let's- man day. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. And then you talk about uh, Mr. Loop. Uh, he's already said he he wants to come back. I, I I would be shocked if the Mets don't re-sign him. I mean, you got a one ERA and a guy who wants to come back. You bring him I, back. I think we're going to be totally negligent of the salary cap and just like we're going to be. He didn't want to do it year one, but now he did. I, I've, if you think about it, he really did. He almost did. Stuff. Yeah, right. And he was willing to go for the uh, the douchebag that went to Los Angeles. He was willing to go over the. Uh, the uh, tax threshold. Think so and he, was he hasn't a, played since. No, he's it, done. He's, May, yeah. uh, April, May. He's, he's a he's a he's a crazy guy. But I, you know, in the perfect scenario, you sign one of those big guys, either Baez or Brian. I'm just throwing names out there, and then you bring Conforto and Noah back on the qualifying offers. Now Conforto has the full year. Hopefully stays healthy and just and prove. I I want him to go out there and hit two eighty, thirty five, and a hundred. He's done the thirty home run thing. He's done the the higher average thing. He's got to be more consistent. He's got to show it. And and if I'm Conforto, I will. I would immediately take that uh, qualifying offer. Be in, in the city that you're comfortable with, in the in the stadium that you're comfortable with. Go out and have a a, a great freaking season, and then hit the market, and then see what happens. Yep. Uh, Cowboy Man says that sounds like a great idea. You heard it here first. All right, uh, let's let's talk uh, the rest of the schedule here. Um, off today, obviously, you got the Red Sox for two. Another off day. Then we go to Milwaukee for three. Another off day. Where were all these off days? To, you know, May, you know, uh, May and June when we had what was it, thirty-two games in twenty-eight days or some crazy shit like that. Uh, then an off day next Monday. Uh, and then four with the Marlins and three with the Braves to uh, close it out. And obviously, a miracle is necessary. Um, so, so there's what one more regular season show? There'll be no. Uh, let me let me uh, uh, move this to. There'll be yeah, one more regular season show, and then you got that final series with the Braves, the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then. October 4th, a miracle happens, and we're in the wild card game, or we, we win the division, and then we talk about that. H- however, in the event that that likely scenario does not happen, uh, we, we've, we've got a ton of content for you uh, as, as we head in the offseason. We have a uh, four-part documentary that we can discuss, um, and, um, and then we'll talk about should we stay or should we go, and we'll, uh, we'll get into that. We'll kind of build our own rosters, Keith. We'll play GM, and we'll turn this sucker into a perennial winner. You like that? I love it. All right. Um, Dom says eleven and one gets us in. I'm all for it, man. Ex-wife double jokes gets us in. Double header for two games. Ex-wife jokes. Jeez. Um, I want to go just go really quick around. You got the Giants and the Milwaukee Brewers and the Braves, Dodgers and Cardinals. If the season ended today, uh, and where's um, where do I go? Oh, for Al. Tam- <laughs> I'm like for yeah for Al. Where's Al? Uh, Tampa, Houston, the White Sox running away with the divisions. Boston and Toronto right now are the wild card teams. Yankees are a game and a half out. Um. 
of of Toronto. Oakland is right behind the Yankees at two games out. So it's not over yet in the in the in the American League. Um, I ain't heard no fat lady. Picture. What's better, we beat the Red Sox for two games and help the Yankees. Don't do that, Terzio. We gotta win ball games here. Who cares about the Yankees? Screw the Yankees. Yeah, I don't really care. Let them win, lose, yeah. not win, tie game, yeah. forfeit. That, that's that's not for us to uh, to go to go through here. Uh, SNY has. Just tweeted out that uh, Francisco Alvarez, 2021 final stats, 99 games. I saw that. 24 home runs, 70 RBIs, about a 272. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be nice to come to fruition? Speaking of beast. Speaking of beast, there's, a, there's an outfielder on the Mariners who's been playing really, really well. Like really well in the second half. Uh, but we, we won't go into that. Um why is it a sore point? <laughs> yeah, it's a little sore point. Uh, and and by the way, my moral and priority, if I'm the new GM, is say, listen, Stevie, Uncle Steve, give me the permission to buy out uh, Robinson Cano and just and I I don't want this guy anywhere near the team. I don't want him messing with chemistry. I don't tell me that he's going to do great. He's not going to be healthy. He's he's going to break down. He's going to bat two twenty, and we're going to be back in this situation uh, uh, that that we were in. So, I mean, but, quite frankly, he he's going to end up riding the bench. I, I mean, an infield. I just don't of, want him taking up a roster spot. Baez is going to have to go to third. Lindor, Cano, and Alonso in the infield. I mean, Alonzo likes to hog up all the second base balls anyway. Lindor can <laughs> cover that spot. He doesn't care. So they can, they can, make, up, <laughs> they can make up for uh, Cano's, uh, you know, walking to each ground ball problem. But uh, So Terzio said, I read the, on the internet, and that must be true. Uh, Steve Cohen doesn't want him to show up for spring training. Do you want to give him a Bobby Bonilla check? I think, you know what? I, I think if you give, if, if Cohen does the Bobby Bonilla treatment to Cano, he will have fun with it. He'll bring. He can bring them both back. He can make a. Uh, uh, we, we really could have an idiotic team, right? Maybe we could have Coleman and and uh, all another all time favorite of Keith Carlos Baerga. Um, you know Jeff Kent. All these guys. Move on. Your faves. Uh, George says Cano needs to go ASAP. Absolutely. Yeah, but but Dom, I I, I don't well unless he. I don't want him to take over a roster spot. I, sorry, I just thought about uh, it again. Van Wagenen really did some weird things on his team. Let's not end on that note, Keith. Who can we talk about that's great? Let's talk that about documentary it. was great. Have you had a chance to watch the documentary? No. Is it on the ESPN app? It's on ESPN+. Plus. Okay, good. Yeah, I'll have to check it yeah, out. Yeah, the bundle, right, I think. Yep. Uh, but it is, it is absolutely phenomenal. My favorite part was listening to... And, and you know it's um it's uh, Jimmy Kimmel and cousin Sal from uh, I saw football, that. and so Bill Simmons who used to work for Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Jimmy Kimmel said, "Oh, you're gonna love it." There's no mention of uh, you know World Series until that last episode and whatever. So he's a Red Sox fan, Bill Simmons, and the very first thing that pops on the screen, October 26, 1986, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "You Good mother job. effers, <laughs> Kimball, Kimball. Um Lenny Dykstra looks just lit like the 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 story goes sal uh, cousin sal said uh he that you know they were gonna send a camera team out to him and lenny dykes says listen man no can do i i don't know what was going around 
in the place that he was at. But they wound up having to make Cousin Sal go pick him up, bring him to a nice-looking area, and then do the do the interview there. But he it's, was on it's Howard great. Stern, and they did they did this bit called Embedded, where I think uh, Shuli Shuli Agar Agar mm-hmm. he went and stayed with um, he went and stayed with Lenny Dykstra for a day or two. <laughs> And uh, you, you might be able to find some of that on uh, YouTube. It's quite interesting. And they they, they let every f bomb fly. By the way, ESPN, nice work on that. I, I gotta see I, that. Love it. it. It's not. And then it, so they have the different versions. They have the clean version on ESPN Plus, and then not. So I I was like episode three, and then I I start hearing all these beeps. I'm like, I don't even know what the hell Lenny Dexter just said. There's there's like one space in three sentences. He, he drops like six f bombs. And it's it's con- beep beep beep. I'm like, geez, I gotta switch over. I, what the hell do these beeps come from? I don't know. I mean, um, you know, he may have always been that way. We just didn't know it because social media wasn't prevalent back exactly. in those days. Exactly, and yeah. and you'll you'll get to know like Keith uh, Calbo man says what I was I was thinking. He was definitely drunk, high, something. Yeah, and Keith, you, you'll you'll see it when you, when you, when you see it. But you get you'll you'll find out more information than you ever had with about you know Keith Hernandez and his family. Uh, Gary Carter's um, uh, why, uh, widow is is on on there. It, it's it's really super well done, and I'm not saying it because I'm a Mets fan. No, um, you know ESPN, uh, they fell off a lot on the news and those kind of things. Even some of the broadcasts kind of suck mm-hmm. now. Their their game broadcasts. But their specials are amazing. The 30 for 30s um, are amazing. So uh, they have really turned into a really good sports media uh, as opposed to coverage. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, they, they've got their guys really here and good. there, but I mean, it's the old ESPN is no, no longer. No more Michael um, Scott, and, you know. But Michael Scott. Uh, Stuart Scott. <laughs> Stuart Scott. <laughs> Rest but I will Stuart tell Scott. you that I love. Definitely, for sure, great yeah. guy. Um, but what I love that they're doing is is actually the Monday night um, is the Manning brothers doing the Monday night football. That was great last week. Yeah, and that was pretty cool. It was, was really good last week. And, and um, they they uh, they're they're true siblings. They they just yeah, it's fun. You know, it's, there's all these inside jokes that make them bust out laughing, and eight hundred thousand people tuned in for the first one. Speaking of the Manning brothers, real quick, Eli Manning, I just want to note that today is 12 years ago today, the first win ever in the new Dallas Stadium. The Giants won. Eli Manning, I think we were 37-34, 34-31. Eli Manning signed the wall in the locker room to commemorate the first win ever in that stadium, and it was a giant win. And the first playoff win ever in that stadium was also a Giants win. And then they painted over it. <laughs> they went up and and i forgot who who was on but they're like you know that that he, oh it might have been must have been eli because they, they were joking around with him he's like you know that's a thing like at all the stadiums like just because it was dallas doesn't mean um and did you see i don't want to make this a, a football show but did you see where he was supposed to be on colin coward with peyton and they're like oh he's he's late and peyton calls him and he's like Oh man, that's today. He's like, you're gonna have to give me five minutes. <laughs> he was like, I checked my calendar. I thought it was clear. I was just like doing whatever I wanted to do for the day. I thought it was good. Oops. <laughs> um, Terzio says, I have a question for you. Why was the ESPN Met game yesterday at seven? Last week's was eight oh five. I I think that uh, in the last couple of weeks, it's uh, of the season they go to the seven o'clock game. You got football so uh, competing, so they got to make some type of, of adjustment there. 
All right, Keith. What don't we put a big old blue and orange ribbon on this bad boy? Sounds good to me, bro. Good show. Let's go. Eleven and zero. Eleven yep. and one. I'm gonna go twelve and zero. You're lying to me, but I like that you're lying to me. Uh, right, right now, it's possible. It is absolutely possible. Oh, and and by the way, I I completely. Uh, this is what happens when you don't have a producer. Where where's where is it? There it is. Sterling's Paradise, authentication cuisine, right down here in South Florida. Great people own own the joint, the joint. Uh, they're located in Margate, like I said, breakfast, lunch, dinner, daily lunch specials. Uh, they're located at 360 State Road 7 in Margate. Uh, Keith actually just started there last week as a server. Uh, things are going well. Uh, 754-205-2637 is the phone number. Again, 754-205-2637 is the number. Um, I just got to warn you, the, if you order the food Rio, I will take some off your plate for delivering it to your table because <laughs> it's so delicious, but... Um, other than that, yeah, it's, it's good. And don't forget to tip me. Um, I'll give you a tip. <laughs> I'll give you the tip. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bunker says 11-1 won't get it done. Then that's it. Then, unfortunately, we got to go 12-0. And, 0. and it, uh, as, as this reminds me of, uh, of um, Major League, the movie, let's win every bleeping game. 12-0 it is. Uh, Keith... Let let let's do this, bad boy. Let's uh let's flockata somebody. I don't really have a flockata this week. You know the thing is, I just want to make sure. You know, I, I'll say I will just say this. And he's probably the most flockata person on his whole history of the show. I got something in my eye, and it doesn't even really was it the, matter was right it the now. Tip? For, it, yeah, it was. It was. It's, I got a piece of fried griot. Um, <laughs> It's uh, probably has nothing to – well, not probably. definitely has nothing to do with the rest of the season. But I just hate him. Bryce Harper, Fakata. I hope you go oh for the rest of the season. Just because you deserve it. And you know what, Brian Hom, Fakata. You know what, the Braves, yes. Fakata. You know what, everybody in the world who doesn't wear the blue and orange, Fakata. And if you don't know what I said where, when I went quiet, it started with an M and in the middle was an F. Boom. Yeah, all I right. just Fakata all those people. I just like Fakata and uh, Bryce Harper because he just he's a Fakata head. He's a douchebag. He's a scumbag. Right there. Hey, Terzio, what are you doing? Dropping the F-bomb. You yelled at us earlier for, for the, the PG rating. Yeah, d- no, that's um, just a misspell. He meant tuck him. Like He wants to tuck him in. Okay, listen, Keith loves Bryce Harper. Keith and Rodriguez really wanted to sign Bryce Harper. Well, of course I did. Who wouldn't want to sign him when he's a free agent? Me! But now he can get out of here. I can get out of here, Harper. Get out of Har- Harper had down years not switching to a division or not switching leagues. <laughs> it was Matt Noise, it was 240. Listen, and he stayed, you- not only did he stay in the same league, he stayed in the same division. He's playing the same ni- you know, 19 games against every opponent. You cannot criticize a man who signs a contract for over $300 million, promises a championship to another team. And pulls through. <laughs> We're bringing a championship to DC, baby. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, just a few more comments here. Uh, George says, let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. If not, fire Ross. <laughs> uh, Dom, I think this is uh, for uh, Bryce Harper. Yeah. I, I, get out of here. 
Uh, and Terzio says Showtime. Oops, that's the wrong one. Showtime uh, next week. We'll be back here on Monday, uh, probably around the same time. Makes sense. Um, Bunker says Harper would hit 214 with the Mets, a.k.a. Lindor. We might even have a full staff next week. We might. We might not. I will we'll see. Those these, these days, you never know. <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll, we'll close it out. Uh, th- there's only one thing left to do is win the whole damn thing. Uh, you know, just starts with the Red Sox tomorrow. Keith, let's make Keith a believer out there. Um, <sighs> Sing like the monkeys. Craig Carton popping now off. Okay. I'll take a look as soon as the, the show's over, Terzio. Keith can. Keith can have Harper. Take Thanks. him. Thanks, <laughs> All right. Uh, so th- that'll do it for us today. We appreciate you guys watching. Appreciate the ton of comments uh, that, that were coming through. We always enjoy that. Uh, the back and forth, the banter. Ter- we enjoy Terzio's ex-wife. Um, so it's, it's, it's all fun. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, you have not? You've never enjoyed Terzio's ex-wife? <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Um, well, as always, we'll keep you posted on the goings-on uh, with the Mets in the group. Uh, head to popculturepros.com. Tons of uh, Mr. Gines, popculturepros.com. Uh, tons of contests out there. You can win a digital code for F9. Uh, you can win a digital code for the Boss Baby if you've got kids. Just, just wow. stuff. Um, just got a cardboard cutout of Keith. Every game we win, another piece cut. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Okay, wow. we, we need a preview. You're gonna need half let's, the pieces for the crotch area. Let's see the underneath. <laughs> Keith said you need, uh, you know, 12 inches uh, to to take take that that area over. Fuckata. Um All right, for the guys who were in here, for Rodriguez, for producer Joe, uh, for my good buddy Keith. I gotta get over there. Um, Terzio says, "Don't forget your backdrop next week, Keith." Don't you dare forget it. Yes, I will. I'll have the apple up here next week, Frank. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that that'll. Show... <laughs> wow. Uh, All right. This, this show is going really to get real quick. Right. That'll with the really Mets get season. Uh, but I'm Twelve wins, sure. baby. Let's go. Twelve and zero. Let's do this, bad boy. This is no producer again. You know, we got to go to brand. I got to do this. Uh, that's it. We'll see you guys later. Peace out, everybody. Oh, that's